Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. As you can see, I'm wearing my little more of Tiger's Everyday Train Lamp. But you notice I'm accessorizing today my natty hat because I'm joined by the natty daddy himself, the Portuguese godfather, John Matos. John, please say hello to everybody. 
How's it going, everybody? So I mentioned John a little bit during the last episode, as this is John who I had uh, lunch with a couple of, not this past Saturday, Saturday before. And as per usual, our conversations uh, were wonderful. He and I are very simpatico on a lot of things, despite all of the years between us. Uh, there's a lot, actually. like many, Old man. Oh, my God. But I was, we were discussing at lunch. I was like, oh, yeah, the last time I fought, it was before I was with my wife and I was with my wife this year. And he's like, I was still in elementary school then. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I'm so old. <laughs> like, I, I watched him sit there, sit there and process it. But uh, it was, it was quite, quite entertaining nonetheless. Uh, but John, one of those guys that always has stuff going on. Um, always working a lot. So, John, why don't we start by talking about Natty, where that idea came from, and we'll, we'll branch out from there. Yeah, uh, I mean, with the brand, um, everyone knows the word Natty from, you know, well, Natty Ice, the beer, I guess. Uh, that's one. And then, you know, the term used for people who don't use steroids. You know, I'm, I'm Natty, bro. You know, so that's that's probably like the most common thing that people associate it with. But what I associate it with is the use of non-polyester in clothing. So all of our t-shirts are cotton. You know, we're working on obviously getting like organic, or, or, excuse me, organic cotton blanks. Uh, it's a little tough because they're very expensive. Um, but, you know, like like we said, you know, we, we try our best to stay away from polyester and then things that are not either recyclable and or harmful to our bodies. So that's what it means for me. And, you know, it means being natural and having natural clothing. Awesome. And, you know, you've got a, qu quite a line out already. When did you guys start, Natty? Um, I remember launching it, the website at least, on, I think June 23rd or 24th of this year. Okay, so we're only about three months or so in. Because I remember yeah. it wasn't a thing yet when we all went to, to Florida in May for Flex Fights. Uh, and then shortly after it was. It was a very, very short uh, time period to from when I even came up with the idea to when it even like really started like it was it was actually kind of crazy i mean it was the same month really i mean like june the beginning of june you know i'm sitting here with nick nobio you know he's my business partner um and we were at a, a coffee shop and i was thinking about it because my ex-girlfriend she was getting into jujitsu and i was like you should look for polyester free alternatives for um you know jujitsu and so couldn't find a single one so i, pl I plan to be the first in the market that does it well, that, that's a great goal. It's a very lofty goal. I mean, uh, you've already got a whole mess of t-shirts, hats, tank tops. Am I leaving anything out? Sweatshirts. Sweatshirts, that's right. I, that's yeah, right. You, sweatshirts. You just brought the, with the Natty Batty sweatshirt? I like that one. <laughs> natty Batty and the Natty Daddy. There you go. Yeah, the Natty Daddy was a hat, wasn't it? That I could be uh, no, 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 no. Um, I should make one for sure. But no, no we, we just have uh, the Natty Daddy t-shirts. Yeah, you, you can put the Natty Daddy hat to the second place in the line after the hat you're working on for me. That exactly. I, I dropped a hint on. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there when that comes out. Um, so one thing, it's funny, because you and I made, made our acquaintances through Flex Fights. At first, you were uh, a fighter and a teammate of people who uh, who were fighting at Flex. I don't know if you, got, if you remember the first time you and I were formally introduced. It was at the Melrose Ballroom, not this past May, May before. Mm -hmm. and TJ and I were upstairs. We were doing the, the exit interviews with fighters as they were getting out of the cage. And you stroll over, and obviously you'd known TJ because TJ's been with the promotion longer than I was. I was only with the promotion about four months at that point. Um, and instantly we kind of strike up a conversation. And my first impression was like, interesting guy, interesting guy. <laughs> but then you started to be around more. And one thing that spoke to me is we kind of met each other just briefly there that day in May. I don't think we saw each other at the June card. 
And then July, you fought on that July card and you yeah. walked right up to me and you remember my name and everything. How are you? This, that, the other. And I was like, wow, I'm like, I, I'm always impressed by people who care about people. That, oh yeah. That that's, it's a rare thing these days that people care about people. And, um, when people, a simple thing, like remembering someone's name is something that always blows people away. It's one of the things I kind of pride myself on in my school is I know the kids, I know their siblings, I know their parents. They said the other, like little sister that's in the lobby, I know her name. I walk up to her, I give her a high five when she walks into my school. And people don't do that these days. You know, we're a little too buried in our smartphones to know exactly what's going on. And it's funny, just from that moment, that spoke to me. And every time we saw each other since, you know, you were chatting with me, you would come over and have a conversation um, and, and so on and so forth. But not that we didn't know each other well before, but the Christmas party that year, for the flex staff where we really got to sat down and like have some really good talks. And oh, yeah. I, I think from there, our friendship really, really blossomed. Um, but one thing I, that I've always noticed, you always have something going on. You're always working on something. So I mean, yeah. in addition to Natty, there's, what other businesses are you a part of? Uh, well, I have the podcast with uh, this guy. His name is Manny. Um, he's, he's one of my training partners for a long time. And then, you know, Nick and I, we have a, a media company and we do like a lot of real estate videos and business videos, you know, highlighting businesses and, and basically whatever the client wants, you know, photography, all, all, all types of marketing. So, you know, my, my, my day is very full from from Natty to filming and editing to figuring out what's next, you know, so it's 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 always on the go. One thing I brought up when discussing our lunch last episode was the wonderful video that you shot and edited and created for Catalina uh, leading into Swing for the Stars, which was just a wonderfully done video. So John does media creation of that type, but uh, some of the most impressive videos, honestly, have been the real estate videos. Not that Catalina's video wasn't wonderful, because it certainly was, but just the footage that you're able to get, I'm assuming with a drone, uh, the yeah. shots that you're able to take and everything and the way you edit those together as you tour properties or towns or blocks or neighborhoods, it's a really impressively put together. Thank you very much. And to touch on that video with Catalina, you know, it's like th those videos I think mean the most because, you know, number one, it's for a good cause. And, and number two, it's just like, you know, it's, it's in the realm that I love, you know, martial arts, you know, and, and to, to combine those two things, you know, doing, I, I guess what, what one might call charitable work, you know, and and also combining my favorite sport you know my favorite principles it's it's that's that's something that i really love to do absolutely so i want to touch on your podcast briefly and then get back into your martial arts journey and why it is that you started training and so forth so uh, you recently launched your second podcast kicks and giggles with manny where did that concept come from uh honestly he, he was just always asking me he's like yo when you're bringing the podcast back and i was like man, my time is sapped up. I don't, I don't think I could like I, back then, you know, I was just trying to get my foot in the door with, with flex. You know, I, I had just started working for them <clears throat> and that workload was pretty immense. And then I was trying to do other things outside that. So my time really wasn't conducive to starting another podcast. And then, you know, fast forward pretty much a year later, he, he was the perfect candidate for it. Manny, you know, Manny's a funny dude. He's, he's like, always coming up with jokes he's always come up with bits that we're gonna do and so i was like it's 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 gotta be him so when it came time i was finally just like you know what let's start a podcast and i'm like what, what do you think about the name and so we we tossed some things back and forth and then uh you know <laughs> one night i was just like on chat gpt and i was like what's a good name for a martial arts podcast 
and uh, Kicks and Giggles came up, and we both pretty much liked it. So that's where it went. Yeah, I remember you put something in your Instagram story about I'm starting a martial arts podcast with a buddy of mine. This, that, the other, and you had like the contest to like, all right, submit names. And uh, I, I continually tease John about, about his stubble beard, and uh, <laughs> I say his business card should say stubble enthusiast. And I figured, I, I made some stubble related joke. Uh, yeah, I forget what it was. It was like uh, like uh, stubble squabbles or something like that. Or, <laughs> Something to that effect. It was whatever it was was funny in that moment, but but obviously it chose to go a different way. It's always uh, funny, Sensei. You're a funny guy. I, I try. I try. You know, it's funny because in watching, uh, I'm in full disclosure. I'm about eighty percent of the way through the second episode, nice. and Manny seems like one of those guys, kind of like DJ Richie Ruckus of Flex Fights fame, who is like a walking cartoon. Like he doesn't oh, yeah. even mean to be funny a good eighty percent of the time that he's funny, and things just come out of his mouth that you're just like, are you serious? And the fact that he's serious is what makes it so funny, um, which I think is a great segue to one of my favorite Richie Rocket stories, um, which I, uh, you, you tell better than anybody. And it would just give you an idea as to, to the level of person that we're dealing with with Richie Ruckus and also give you a little bit of insight as to what we mean by Manny and his walking cartoonness. And that would be the, the scented story. So, John, could you please tell us the scented story from Richie Ruckus? Oh, man, the, the scented story. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, it's flex and I think it's like last February. And uh, for the February card, it was, it was speakeasy smackdown. So we had this backdrop that was like a 1920s theme, like great, great Gatsby themed backdop. And so him and him and Chris Machi were hanging it up on a, on a pipe and drape. And so, you know, they're hanging this curtain and I'm over there talking to Nick, we're eating pizza or something like that. And we look over and, and Richie Ruckus looks over, he goes, yo matos, is this thing scented? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, does it smell? He's like, nah, is it, is it, is it scented? What are, you, what are you talking about? Is it scented? I'm like, dude, what are you saying? He's like, dude, is it in the friggin' center? <laughs> and I'm like, centered. Richie Ruckus, sent. It is. It is in fact centered. Good job. So scented becomes a running joke among the flex flex fights crew, and we, we would refer to everything as either scented or unscented. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. scented being cool, unscented being not cool, of course. Um, but it, it, that, that Natty hat is very scented. I'll tell you that. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, you know, uh, that was one of the things I first asked you when you were telling me about the brand and everything that you're going to launch a fight club. I'm like, well, will it be scented? Will it be scented? And you'll say highly scented. Was that, was your answer? <laughs> so, um, I want to now segue into your martial arts journey. Cause you've told me the story before, and I think it's one that will be inspiring to a lot of people. I want you to talk about why you started martial arts. Sure. Um, I mean, I, I had always like when I was really young, I did karate, but that was very short lived in high school. I did wrestling for two years. Um, wasn't very good at it. I, I think I won a singular match my entire high school career. And then, um, you know, I was I was always active, but, you know, I never had like a sport. And so my brother was a really good wrestler, both my brothers. But what my, my one brother in particular, my middle brother, he was a really good wrestler. And so after high school and after you know he he was his college didn't have like a, a team it was like a club team and so stony brook and so after he was pretty much done with the club team he was just like you know let me join a gym so he joined long island mma and uh, i was pretty much on my way to joining because you know i, I always loved doing stuff with him and so one night though 
this is what really pushed me over the edge to actually signing up. Uh, I worked at this place in Babylon Village called the Post Office Cafe. And, you know, I, I was pretty high and mighty. I had a little bit of an ego. I was a power lifter, quote unquote. So I'm walking out of the place one night and this massive 6'4 bouncer looks me up and down and he goes, you want me to walk you to your car? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to the gym tomorrow morning and I'm signing up. Yeah. So just because of that, uh, I was in the gym the next day at, at Coach Brian Michelino's desk and uh, I signed a contract that changed my entire course of my life. So go, please tell us more about that. How did martial arts change your life? Oh, man. I mean, it gave me everything, to be honest. Um, you know, I mean, back then, like I said, you know, I, I had a lot of an ego about me. It definitely humbled me a lot. Uh, I had a lot of anger issues. It definitely helped me get over those anger issues. I mean, you know, there were a lot of times like high school wrestling. I remember I would I would mess up a move and I would slam the mat. And I would, I would do a lot of the same things at Long on MMA, you know, when I first started. Like if I missed a combo, I would like smack my gloves together, like get angry, like, you know, just just immaturity and then over the years as you as you become a better martial artist and and you get humbled more by getting your face punched in or getting your neck cranked or your arm snapped you know well not as not as violent as that but you know just getting in those positions and and dealing with adversity it it, it teaches you a lot about yourself and it teaches you how to deal better with with adversity and and tough situations so I, i'd say that that was the number one thing that it changed. And then when it actually came time for me to fight, um, you know, just the discipline of fight camp was something else. It, that, that changed my life mostly. I mean, there's, there's no greater feeling than being in the best shape of your life than, than being ready to go to war with someone and, and having that, that drive, that motivation you know, once you once you feel that motivation, that I think that's the biggest high I've ever felt was just the, the high of motivation. Yeah, and I, that was one thing I wanted to segue into, but you gave a, a great uh, reasoning behind it as to why you chose to compete. Because uh, in Tiger Shulman's, we are coming up on our biannual tournament. Registration actually opened last Monday for our biannual tournament, which we call the Challenge of Champions. And it's open to kids as young as five all the way through adults. And I have kids as young as five compete. I have adults compete. And you know it's a it's an in-house tournament, meaning all Tiger Shulmans versus all Tiger Shulmans. Uh, I discussed it on episodes here before, um, but it's having a goal to train for and having that reason to get yourself up in the morning to make that discipline choice. Because every human being has uh, has their moments where they're a little forgiving with themselves. Maybe they don't push out that last push up. Maybe they don't, you know, make that last round kick on the bag that round, or maybe they, they're a little weak on themselves nutritionally because we're human. And if we do it 10% of the time, it's not going to have the greatest impact in our life. But when you know you have a date on a calendar, like our tournament is December 3rd. So if you know December 3rd, you got that appointment on that calendar where you got, you know, there's other people training to be in your division and they're training to kick your butt. It's going to give, make you make that choice just, just a little bit stronger. Now, we've 100%. touched on, on fighting quite a bit, on the fighting aspect of martial arts quite a bit. Uh, you know, you mentioned you fighting and, and your fight camp and so forth. And obviously, I'm talking about a tournament. But obviously, we know martial arts is so much more than that. Mm -hmm. Like even in the beginner classes in my school, there isn't any contact. Like the, the contact is a glove touch. You, know, you bump gloves with your partner after they <laughs> hit the bag. Uh, even yeah. beginner jujitsu, they don't go live for, for quite a long time until they really understand what they're doing. 
and it's quite a while before they get to the point where they're learning, you know, what to do if someone's throwing a punch, where they're actually having a person throwing a punch at them. And it, it's um, not as a comp, not as much a, uh, we'll say competition center school as Long Island MMA can be because you guys have such a pro- prolific fight team. Not that the Tiger Showman's pro- fight team isn't prolific, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, both, both, both schools are very well respected. And, you know, like, like, you know, I, I think I speak for a lot of the people at my school when they say that they respect, you know, the, especially the loyalty too of, of Tiger Shulman's, you know, like not only the skill, but, you know, Tiger Shulman's is a very, it's a loyal crew, absolutely. you know, to, t- to death, yeah. which, which is amazing. Oh yeah. I, I can tell you some crazy stories throughout the years of all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, but I know we've cross-trained before, the fight teams have cross-trained before, because th- that's what you do when you're in a, a close area and so forth. And both have fighters at the highest level, but I'm sure similar to my school, uh, like, you know, because I'm part of a big organization, our fight, fight team, like the people who compete in our biannual tournament is like maybe 15% of our student body. Mm. And I don't know what that's like at, at Long Island MMA for people who even do like as much as a Naga tournament or something like that. Probably similar. Exactly. But that's the thing. Most people who do martial arts don't do it to compete. They do it for all the other benefits, the humility, like you mentioned, the conditioning, like you mentioned. How else have you seen martial arts change your life? Yeah. Um, I mean, well, yeah, physical fitness is, is probably the number one. Uh, but then just the general motivation and, and, and drivenness that I find in myself and focus, I definitely found in martial arts because, you know, you know, it, it's, 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 it's tough these days. You have your phone in front of you. You have your laptop in front of you. There's plenty of days where I find myself scrolling endlessly on social media. There's plenty of days where I find myself not living up to my fullest potential until I really think about like, damn, like I'm being soft today. And it's because of martial arts that I have that mindset. Like I, I never had that mindset before I started training really. You know, I, I, I was always just very easygoing and go with the flow and and you could be like that but you have to have that switch where you know when you want to do something that you're well when you have to do something you don't really want to do you just you get up and you kind of do it so the dichotomy of man is an extraordinarily important thing having the ability to be that hard strong person but also having the ability to be the soft kind loving person because like when my niece and nephew having a day or even at the end of the night when I'm, when I'm talking to him at the end of the night we put Kai to bed and he and I always have the same talk I always ask him about some of the highlights of his day and I ask him some questions you know not just about him but like you know what was the highlight of the day best thing you ate today what made you proud today and what did you do for somebody else today things like that to, to really just kind of talk about his day more specifically rather than just the the traditional how was your day how was school mm-hmm. and you know in those moments as he's laying on my chest and and he's just those are soft moments and those moments are giggly and happy and so forth and the moments where i'm getting up early in the morning to drive to new jersey for our, our, our month to take a showman's head instructor meeting those are hard moments right the moments where i've been sitting on the couch and i'm working on my online for flex fights or i'm just sitting on the couch and i'm like i gotta train i gotta do something those yeah. are hard moments and having that the ability to do both is what that's what puts something to you Right. There's that Jordan Peterson quote that we've all heard. I, I think I've shared it in my social media story. I'm pretty sure you have as well. When he talks about the ability to be strong, you know, that, that um, the ability to be violent and the ability to be strong and the ability to physically do harm to another person is empowering because uh, without it, 
you can't say that you're peaceful. You can't say that you're kind. You're just weak. And yeah. I think similarly, I, I think if a person doesn't have that ability to kick themselves in the butt, that, that little extra 10%, because it doesn't sound like a lot, 10%. But if 10% more was in your bank account, we'd all be happy, right? Yep. If we had 10% more calories every day, we wouldn't be happy, right? Exactly. If we had 10% more love in our lives, we'd all be super happy with it. And that's the thing. That 10% extra is the difference between the average man and the exceptional. When I say man, I mean human, obviously. Because human, at the end of the day, martial arts is a tremendous vehicle for human development. Because it teaches you. No one, when you're hitting the mitts or hitting the bag, no one's standing there making your hands move. No one's standing there making your feet move. It's you versus you. You've got to channel that, that through that moment of human weakness and be able to push that little bit extra out. And that lesson is extraordinarily valuable for everybody. It's why my niece and nephew train. It's why my wife trains. It's why I, I train to have a person be the even stronger version of themselves. You know, it's funny. I Quick aside, my wife's name is Lauren. Years ago, I had a woman in my school. And she had trained at a different martial arts school. And um, the instructor there was not very good to her and so forth. And I sat down with her when she first came in, got to know her a little bit. She took class, she enrolled, this, that, the other. She goes, you know, the other instructor, he might have been like a better salesman than you, but you're a better human being than him. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's really cool and really nice. That's so, awesome. Oh, late, like a week or two later, my this woman's name also Lauren. Uh, my wife is supposed to come in for class and she's like, oh, but I have th this going on at work and this going on. So I may not be able to make class. I'm like, oh, well, if you come in tonight, you're going to get to meet the, you know, you're a better human being, Lauren. And she thought I was insulting her. <laughs> like, like, if you didn't come, you weren't being the best version of yourself. I'm like, no, 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 no. The woman who I told you about <laughs> the, the, the other day, who enrolled, like, she's like, oh, okay, okay. She sold it a, a little bit there, just a little bit. As, as That's funny. Anyone does in a long relationship. So as we look forward, as we look back to how martial arts has impacted your life and the drive and the so forth, you are someone who's always driven. You've got that Kicks and Giggles podcast you guys release every week? Trying to do every week. Okay. And he's, then, a, he's a police officer, so he has a lot of like stuff going on. Gotcha, gotcha. And then Natty, I know you guys are everywhere. Obviously, you have your online presence. Um, I know you're in the Lima Pro Shop. Where else? Uh, I, I know there's some talks about being somewhere, somewhere else. This drops on Wednesday, just in case you have any announcements planned by then. No, no announcements yet. Uh, I mean, pretty much we're we're at the Lima Pro Shop online, and then you know we, we sell at at the Flex Fight Series events. We have a, a vendor table there, so okay. that that's primarily what we sell right now. I mean, the majority is is online driven. Gotcha. Okay. And then obviously the, the media company, what's the name of the media company? Uh, it's called Canados Media, C-A-N-A-T-O-S Media. Okay. And, and you guys are available mainly online, but again, look at some of the, their highlight reel. Look at that video of Catalina because John does just most of the, the video editing and so forth. Um, and it, it really is a thing of beauty, the things that you're able to pull off. But Thank you. You're welcome. Running these, these three businesses on a daily basis, I, you know, it's no small task and you still find the time to train and so forth. One of the things I, I've really respected about you is what a disciplined person you are. Like you, you're the type of person who, you know, there's eating healthy and there's being that little bit extra about it, you know, and, and you, you could certainly drive yourself to be that little bit extra. Not that you don't take your 10% like we talked about earlier. Oh yeah. You drive to yourself to be that little bit extra. 
Let me tell you, this weekend I went a hundred percent. I had a, a little bit too much penny olive vodka for my tasting, but yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> hey, listen, the, 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 there's the Godfather coming out, right? <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, I, I, why do you choose to make those extra discipline choices? Uh, because I find myself my happiest when I'm most disciplined. You know, when when you when you find yourself going off the rails, you you uh, well, at least I get very disappointed in myself. I'm like man, I preach all this, I say all these things. And then at the same time, you know, a lot of times I, I live hypocritically, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. It's like, if, if you can't live up to your own standards and why are you telling people to, to live up to these crazy standards, you know? And that's the thing is that for the most part, I do live up to those standards. You know, I, I like I said, 80% of the time I'm, I'm on the ball, but that, that 20% can really knock you back a few notches. It certainly can, but you're, you're 100% right. I, I always make the example of the Thanksgiving Day dinner that we all have. We all have a little too much. We all eat stuff that we normally wouldn't eat. And I'll sit there, yeah. and after Thanksgiving dinner, we all hate ourselves just a little bit. Um, but it's our once a year. Okay, we, no big deal. You know, I, I forget the name of the trainer who I heard say it. You know, he goes, I care less what you do between Christmas and New Year's. It's what you do between New Year's and Christmas that matters. Oh, yeah, 100%. Exactly. And that's the thing. You do choose to do those things most of the time. I know you're always training. I know that you're always, uh, you know, for the most part, living that, that 80% of the time. Like I said, not even as healthy, but super disciplined. Um, yeah. the higher level. I, want, I want to say one thing, though, that that is very important to why I do a lot of the things I do. And it's because when you have, well, number one with training, I, I actually enjoy it. You know, that's it's not it's not like, oh, I, I got to go train. It's like, like I get to go train now finally you know like that that's my release for the day you know and then another reason why it's it's a lot easier for you know someone like myself to stay disciplined is because when when you have your own business I mean I'm sure you know this you run an entire gym when it's when it's on your shoulders you know you have responsibility and and that responsibility is immense the weight of it is immense and when you have people waiting on you, when you have contracts and, and, you know, money that these people earned and they're spending it on you, you know, you have that extra incentive to really push through all the BS and, and get out there and, and try. So it's, you know, a lot of it could be attested to the, the obligation rather than the motivation, you know, the obligation of not only their money and, and allocating their resources towards you, but also your own discipline. In, in completing that work in a timely manner. Absolutely. And you know, the thing is, as great as it is to have your own business, everybody's got something. Everybody's got that someone who's watching. Their kids, their loved ones, their family, their friends, their customers at work, their boss. There's always that person who's leaning on, who, who they're doing these things for. And that's extraordinarily important. Having, having someone who has you set to expectations makes it easier to draw that little bit extra out. Now, speaking of a little bit, we have just a little bit of time left. Are there any other thoughts about martial arts and, and what it's done for you and why you think everybody should do it um, that you'd like to share? I mean, I, I think I'm a pretty special case just because, you know, like it, it kind of gave me my entire career. Like if I if I'd never fought that one time, I, I don't know where I would be. You know, I, I wouldn't have fought my second fight. I'll tell you that I, I would have done, you know, like. Because the reason that I started fighting in, in the first place was I had this the YouTube channel where I had that podcast, but I also had a like a a show that I would do where I, I faced my fears twice, and so I had a goal of doing 
one kickboxing fight, one MMA fight, and then, you know, it turned into three fights. But because that speech blew up, you know, it, it turned into something totally different and it gave me a whole new life. So if I had never taken the leap to ever start training because that bouncer, uh, you know, started talking smack to me, then I would never have fought. I would never have had all this crazy movie-like experience that I've had so far. You know, I've lived a good life so far. Very, very satisfied with where I'm at at this point. So um, I, th I think that just because of that, you know, it's, it's hard to compare and contrast my case with others. But I would say in, in, in the broader sense, if you want to become a more disciplined person, if you want to become a more respectable person, uh, because it's not just the, the self-defense skills you'll get. You'll get, you know, like you said, those that the attributes of a stronger individual. You know, so if, if you want to be a stronger person in general, I, I would recommend martial arts to anyone and everyone, men, women, children, anyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing, though, your story and how your, your success right now is so tied to martial arts, that aspect of it may, may be unique. But the fact that it unlocked in you a part of you or a, a version of yourself that you didn't know existed, that's not unique. That's very common. You know, I, I have, it's funny. I, if I told you how many parents enrolled their kid in my school because of the little talk I gave them at the end of class and they're like, you know, we loved that and we loved how happy they were with the mat. And now the kid's competing in tournaments. Now the kid's super confident. Now the kid's standing up to bullies on the bus, you know, or the, the, adults who came to me because they want to get, you know, in a little bit better shape. And then they lose 35, 40 pounds and they feel different and they live different. And now their whole family is training and it's now a huge part of what they do. That's not uncommon for, for people, for people to find the, the, um, that big of a life change from martial arts is not common. I used to say to a marketing department all the time, I'm like, you know, it's so often when you see like fitness photos, where you see the before and the after, you always see underneath in little writing, like results, not typical. I always said we should put the before <laughs> and the after, and we should put in big bold print results, typical. Yeah. I, I, and they, they, uh, they push back on me a little about that, but I was like, we should do that because we have so many of these, you know, that I like that. I'd, I'd say, you know, we do our 90 day challenge, our fitness competition, at the beginning of every year. And I would say, at least 60% of the people see visually, uh, visually cued results where you're looking at them and you're like, something's different about you. Like you can notice, like you can notice the difference where in other cases, you know, uh, there are other people who have other health benefits. You may not be able to see them, but they still see some benefits nonetheless. So I, I think it's tremendous. Um, so John, but as we're getting ready to sign off, please let everybody know where to find you, Natty, the podcast and all your other stuff online. Yeah, I mean, if you want to find me, you could find me at the Portuguese Godfather, or no, just at Portuguese Godfather on Instagram, and then from there, uh, everything is linked in my bio, uh, Natty Combat Apparel, and the Kicks and Giggles podcast. And yeah, come follow the journey; it's only up from here, so Absolutely. don't miss out. Absolutely, and I'm certainly glad to be a witness to it, and uh, I'm glad that we finally were able to to get you on here. I know we had talked about it quite a bit in the past, um, but it's nice to be able to sit down, and talk a little bit more in depth about our journeys and so forth. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. It means it means a lot to me, you know, to not only have a friend like you, but to also have you, you know, bring me into your world for a little bit. Absolutely. The world is the world is big, but the world is small. And, you know, when, when you can uh, connect pieces of it, 
you know, it's amazing how big everyone's network is and how sometimes just bringing that little Lego piece over here and that little Lego piece over here and clicking them together, how much those, those things can, can really work together. Because exactly. it's funny, if I had never found out that Tiger Shulman's was going to be working with Flex, I never would have sent Flex a DM to wind up becoming a, a, a commentator. If I'd never done that, you and I might never have met each other and, and, and you know, here we, here we would not be. It's amazing you, how you know you, you know me and, and my religious uh, my religious beliefs and I think everything happens for a reason and that there are no coincidences, you know. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Well guys, that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senselianelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online. We're at TSKSmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown, Twitter and Instagram at TSMMA underscore Instagram. Uh, under, underscore uh, Smithtown, excuse me, Instagram. Wow. Uh, you can find the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. Everywhere I'm on the internet is on my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. There's everything to do with our sponsors, Flex Fights, uh, Tiger Shulman's, and everything else you might need to know. So until next time, my friends. Invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.